Bitcoin to 22,000 next, Grayscale wins SEC case, and what is Ethereum's centralization problem? That and more in the crypto market talk this week. In this week's episode, we will talk about some interesting theories and news about Bitcoin. And then we'll also dive into Ether. And we will also talk quickly about Maker because they have announced something interesting that we should talk about. First, let's start with some good news on the general crypto and Bitcoin front. Grayscale wins the case against the SEC. That came out last week. The SEC uh, case has been kind of denied and the SEC was always denying Grayscale's ETF efforts. So it looks very much like Grayscale might get an ETF after all. If we remember back about one or two years ago, Grayscale tried to turn their trust into an ETF, but they failed multiple times because the SEC just denied it. Now in Q1 and Q2 of 2023, of course, we have around eight applications that are open on the SEC's desk. Grayscale is not one of them because Grayscale was in this case with the SEC. However, the judge has decided it looks like Grayscale prevailed in suit against the SEC. However, not a Grayscale ETF right away. So I do expect that Grayscale will go the traditional route. They will send in an application for the SEC and ideally it will be approved, but I do expect it to be approved only after the major ETFs have been approved in this industry. Now let's jump into this uh, very interesting news story. This week is Korea Blockchain Week. One of the very interesting talks was from Arthur Hayes, co-founder of BitMEX and its previous CEO. Hayes was arguing that the Bitcoin bull run already started on 10th of March of this year. Now, a lot of people ask themselves what happened exactly on that day. It was on that day where the Silicon Valley Bank was taken over by the FDIC. So that essentially marked and that is Arthur Hayes's theory that essentially marked the fact that the Fed is not really caring that much about fiat currencies and they can and will print it whenever they need it. Take that in contrast with Bitcoin, where we have 21 million Bitcoins, although that is in theory, in practical terms, it's more like 17 because some have been lost and some have been hacked. So let's say 17, 17 million Bitcoins are ever to be created. So no new Bitcoins can be created. And that is exactly Arthur Hayes's point. He is saying that government bonds are also getting under pressure. And he is also saying that we might even see a new Bitcoin high in the coming 6 to 12 months. Now let's hope of course because the Bitcoin futures they're hinting at 22,000 US dollars next. We can see here the Bitcoin derivatives which usually should be between a 5 to 10 percent premium in a healthy market when we are saying we're more in a bull market and in the last couple of days this premium has gone down steadily. So it looks like a lot of people have turned bearish again and do expect the Bitcoin price to go down once again. 
Now, if we jump into the Bitcoin chart, we can see here not a lot of things are happening. We are still expecting this jump here. And if you remember, I said 22,000 was the futures price. Even if we move this line to here, we're getting pretty much at the exact 22,000 that is being expected. So this could very much be kind of the next important point where you could either buy in for a mid and long term or you want if you want to short it that is also an option next up we have ethereum because also vitalik buterin the co-founder of ethereum was on the korea blockchain week holding his master class when it comes to centralization versus decentralization he talked about running nodes and kind of the current problem that we have in the ethereum ecosystem is this graphic right here as you can see we have amazon with around 60 percent of all the nodes running on amazon infrastructure so amazon web services and in the case of Amazon Web Services going down, that also means 60% of the Ethereum network is going to go down. And that is, of course, a big issue that the Ethereum developers need to solve. But Vitalik Buterin is saying that this might actually take some time. He's even estimating this for about the next 10 to 20 years in the best case. But he's going so far that he is saying that ideally people can run so-called stateless clients and you can run a node on basically zero. So currently the issue is, and that is also the reason why a lot of people are using Amazon's infrastructure, the infrastructure needs to be high power and needs to have juice in order to run an ethereum node you cannot just run an ethereum node on your mobile phone for example and that is currently the reason why we have exactly this distribution in an ideal case of course you will see many colors here that means more decentralized because if one infrastructure provider falls out it doesn't mean that the entire ethereum network is down next up we have this very interesting development from MakerDAO. The co-founder of MakerDAO, Rune Christensen, is saying that Solana might actually be a better fit as the basis for MakerDAO's new blockchain. He dubbed it even Endgame. This is kind of his theory or kind of his vision for Maker. And at the same time, he dubbed it the new chain and new chain being in this case for Solana. His arguments are, of course, that Solana is much faster and that it has shown resilience, albeit it was kind of in between uh, this crash, this FTX crash that we've uh, experienced almost a year ago. At the same time, he has uh, earned some criticism for that statement, of course, because a lot of people are saying, why are you turning your back to the blockchain that gave you essentially everything? It is or will be a very difficult decision, in my opinion, and whether Maker moves on to Solana or not could make or break Ethereum's current stablecoin situation. Because don't forget, Maker is also the issuer of the DAI stablecoin, and that is currently the only decentralized stablecoin that we have on the ethereum blockchain to date if we look at ethereum's chart in general it does look a tiny bit better but also not really i do expect this line to break fairly soon so 1600 shouldn't hold for much longer and then next up we have 1425 in my opinion which we will probably hit as the next support line if we look at maker for example interesting development here kind of a run-up then a small correction and now the question is will we see another run-up to 
this 1376 or will it stay here and maybe even correct down which could potentially be in the lower 800s so that will be very very exciting and of course dependent on the fact whether maker dow will make the switch or not that was it from the crypto market talk this week i will see you on the next one have a good one